pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This Wednesday morning, we're going to head to Washington, D.C. and bring in our senior White House correspondent for great television, Mr. John Decker. Good morning, John. Good morning to you, Pam. Hope you're doing well today, this chilly Wednesday. Yep, we're staying warm, trying to anyway. <laughs> First day of <laughs> yeah, November, it's uh, it's only November, typical. right? So yep. uh, that's, uh, we don't have an excuse. It is November after all. That's exactly right. The president's in Minnesota. He's probably colder than yeah, we are, I'm right? Sure he's going to encounter some cold weather there. Uh, the yeah. president's traveling to Minnesota today. And, you know, Pam, this is all a part of a renewed push to reach out to rural voters. In 2020, Joe Biden did not do well with rural voters. He just got 35 percent of the vote uh, versus 65 percent of the vote that Donald Trump received with rural voters. Uh, and the White House looking to improve upon that. It's hard to believe, Pam. It is November the 1st, this time next year. It's going to be the final week of the election. And uh, I think this uh, renewed push comes uh, with good reason. You know, you want to improve your numbers. Now, Joe Biden did win overall in terms of the popular vote by 7 million votes. But uh, I think he'd very much like to improve his standing with rural voters in particular. Well, and it's just it's crazy to me that uh, when I look at the election situation how quickly it comes and goes we think it oh does. it's so far away and yeah yeah no, that's right really. it feels like just yesterday that the 2020 election happened uh and uh here it is we're talking about what's going to happen one year from now of course two and a half months from now is when the iowa caucuses take place the president is traveling uh today as i mentioned in minnesota he's going to be traveling with the secretary of agriculture they're going to visit a family farm and next week pam it's a trip to illinois uh so uh, you know, really focusing on the Midwest uh, with these first two trips outside of the Beltway uh, in terms of this renewed effort. And uh, we'll see uh, if other stops get added to the president's schedule. And I did see where Tim Scott uh, qualified for the debate next week also. Yeah. So uh, we, we know that he'll, he'll be up on their debate stage. Of course, uh, over the weekend, we saw that Mike Pence, the former vice president, dropped out. Uh, and uh, we'll soon get a word in terms of who all the uh, candidates will be that will be on that debate stage in Miami uh, next week. Uh, we know that Donald Trump will not be there. Uh, he is skipping all of these debates. He said, what is the point? I'm so far ahead in the polls. And uh, uh, that gives an opportunity for people like Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis uh, and Chris Christie uh, to shine through and, and break through. Uh, and we know that that. Nikki Haley's really benefited by these debates so far. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this bill um, that is come forth. And, but it will fund Israel, but it does not fund Ukraine. Explain that. Yeah, this is a bill that's been put together in the House of Representatives. Uh, it's a bill that, as you uh, point out, uh, has funding for Israel. Uh, it has no funding for Ukraine. Uh, it also cuts funding significantly for the Internal Revenue Service. Uh, and the White House issuing a statement last week that the president would veto such a bill. You know, it's one of those things where 
uh, sometimes the Democrats who control the Senate and Republicans who control the House forget that there's divided government. You do need to work together. And uh, that this is an example of that. Uh, you know, I think the bill that ultimately emerges uh, will be, uh, uh, by definition, a bipartisan bill. It has to be, you know, if you're going to get something passed uh, by Congress and signed by the president. All right. And we also have, we had talked about this, the trial where we uh, knew that Donald Trump's um, adult children were going to have to be uh, taking the stand and testifying in his trials. Tell us where that stands. Yeah, this afternoon is when we are likely to see the eldest son of Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., take the witness stand uh, and testify under oath. Uh, We could see the testimony uh, as early as tomorrow from uh, Eric Trump. And next week is when we could see testimony from Ivanka Trump. All of them uh, have leadership positions within the Trump organization. Actually, Ivanka Trump no longer does. Uh, But we're we're talking about uh, two co-defendants, Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump, along with their father, Ivanka Trump is not a co-defendant in this civil fraud case, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how um, each of these children asks the tough questions that will be posed by the team representing the attorney general of the state of New York. And explain this trial just for folks who are maybe don't really understand what all this means, you know, because there's this is determining what the the punishment is going to be, correct? That is correct. So there's a judge who's presiding over this case. Uh, he has already determined that the Trump organization, uh, Donald Trump, Eric Trump, uh, and Donald Trump Jr. are liable, it's a civil case, are liable mm-hmm. for financial fraud. And this trial is determining what the punishment should be, what the penalty should be. Uh, and that's the reason why we hear and see all these witnesses testifying. Donald Trump will likely testify in the next two weeks as well. This trial is set to conclude in mid-December uh, what is the penalty that the uh, attorney general for the state of New York is asking for? She's looking for a $250 million penalty against the Trump organization and a prohibition against the Trump organization from continuing to do business in the state of New York. So a lot is at stake in this civil trial. All right. A lot to watch. And, a lot uh, to watch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's see. Today's Wednesday. So we'll, we'll chat with you again on Friday, sir. I look forward to it. Thanks again, Pam. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.